Welcome back to Quickie Wiki What. I'm Joseph, joined as usual by my partner Justin. Every episode, we bring to the table a Wikipedia article we found interesting and discuss our findings. We are streaming this episode live on Twitch. Hello to the chat. But you'll also be able to find the VOD on YouTube afterwards, as well as the audio, wherever you get your podcasts. Where do you get your podcast, Justin? I do a little bit of Pocket Casts, and I do a little bit of Spotify. Oh. Mix it up. fancy. Yeah. Oh, I didn't say. So let's get into let's it. Let's get into it. That's my favorite thing to say. Yeah, Justin, I saw you sipping out of your uh, Jezebella my mug. My Jezebella mug. Yes, these are available. What is it on? Uh, you you scoot it back a little bit. You can't, scoot it back a little it. bit. Okay. Um, Cafe Press. Cafe Press, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> it just searched doll... <laughs> Uh, wig. Doll wig. I think is what it is. Something like that. And you can you can have that for yourself. Yeah. And a, you can have a big shower curtain. A bedspread. A bedspread. If you're if you're not watching this on YouTube, what Jezebella is is <laughs> an an extremely disturbing doll. I want to hear you doll. explain this. Okay. <laughs> an extremely disturbing doll that your grandmother, great grandmother? Grandma. Yeah. Grandma who had Sorry to her. Um, and it is haunted. Not only does it look haunted, but Justin has put a curly shirt, Shirley it's Temple. Like a, it's like a Harpo Marx wig. Um, okay. Yeah. Shirley Tempo. Temp- Temple. Harpo. Shirley Temple. What's I his guess. name? Harpo Marx. Who's that? That's Violet? like one of the Marx brothers. Carl Marx? No. What, like Groucho. <laughs> Groucho's brother. I don't know who the Marx Brothers are. We're going to have to watch a Marx Brothers. Okay. Wait, silent films? Nope, they talk. Oh. It's good. I it's prefer really silence. Well, um, so Jezebel is actually in. There's a huge chest behind Justin. Yes, it's, it's red. It's one of the few things, pieces of furniture that Justin had picked out for himself bef- bef- that I moved, I've inherited since marrying you. Yeah. Um. I love it is a it's a nice chest, but it's very heavy and mm-hmm. I enjoy that she's locked in there. Yeah. And not available for us to see. Shirley Tempo. Shirley Tempo. <laughs> sure, y'all don't know Shirley Tempo? <laughs> hey, that would have been better. She was on the beat. Mhm. Did you I grew up watching Shirley I've never seen a Shirley Temple movie, but I grew up on Shirley Temple infomercials. Oh, no. No, I never saw. Animal crackers in my soup. I mean, I know that song, but I didn't know it's an it's a infomercial. Um, Yeah, they would sh- sell the Shirley Temple collections. Oh, okay. I thought she as like an adult did infomercials. No, it was okay. literally. So we had about five channels growing up. And at nighttime, I feel like every single one of them except PBS played Shirley Temple infomercials on repeat infomercials oh i miss them yeah they really were kind of comforting yeah um okay so today what we're talking about oh do you have any show news not not really no no just big thanks to everybody that uh checks us out across all the platforms we have um oh there we had a we did you know we did have a really good comment i'll try to remember it a good comment shocking 
I know. I'm shocked. <laughs> a, what a great shout out. I'm just kidding. Love you, Chad. Everyone that makes the comment, we do. I do. I mean, I go through, and I think you do too. Oh, yeah, I do. I read on, them all. On YouTube and, yep. yeah. Um, Today, though, we will be talking about what we've what we've decided to call the world's messiest marathon. So this Wikipedia article is actually called, the full title of it is, Athletics at the 1904 Summer Olympics Men's Marathon. So it is the Men's Marathon at the 1904 Summer Olympics. This is an Olympic event. Although, like, I think this was only like the third Olympics. When they, the modern Olympics started. Apparently so. Yeah, like and in this the 1800s. Is, um, this was the third appearance of, of the marathon event, it says, which is one of apparently 12 athletic events that have been held Every Summer Olympics. Every Summer Olympics. So, so this is... And um, now a marathon. What do you know about marathons? So, well, I learned a couple of things. about By reading this article, what I thought I knew about marathons was wrong. Oh, that they're supposed to be safe? Well, but... <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things... One of the things is that it, today it's like a standardized distance. It's like 26 point something miles... Exactly. Oh. Or, and and back then they hadn't standardized it yet. So this marathon we're going to talk about was was only like twenty four and a half miles. But no, more, it was so forty kilometers, twenty four point eight five miles. Yeah. So almost twenty five. But yeah, but today's marathons are over twenty six, and it has to be right twenty six. Right. But yeah, this one twenty four point eighty five miles. Well, there you go. Um, it took place the the Summer Olympics that year took place in St. Louis. Um, Missouri in the United States on August 30th. So, um, you know, I, back then I want to say August was probably cooler than it is now, Yeah, but this was not a cool day. No. It says temperatures were in the 90 degrees and for whatever reason, they started at like 3 PM. Yeah. That's, they didn't start in the morning. Yeah. They started at 3 PM in like the hottest part of the day. Yeah, that that is something that was very curious. And then they coupled with it. This is just kind of like maybe getting into the laying laying the table for why it didn't have a very good chance to begin with. Starting it at 3 p.m. And then also at the, the hottest time of the year. Normally you go to a marathon and I don't I've never run one, but you, you but run five K's. I run five K's. But I mean, this that's like three miles and this is almost 10 times that. At a 5K, they have like one place you can stop, or at least the ones I've run, one place you can stop, grab, like you run by and you grab a cup of oh, water. Oh, right. This place in the whole 26, 25 miles had two one. water stations. One. Well, one, but did you- what, The did, only two sources of water. Oh, oh, so there was a water tower at six miles and then one at 12 miles. Okay. So you're right. Um, apparently, I didn't wiki-wiki uh, enough. So, but I did see that. Uh, so James E. Sullivan, who was like um, an American sports official, he was the organizer of the Olympics. And he, well, this says he decided to allow only one water station. In oh. the very next sentence, it kind of contradicts the first one. Oh, that's it weird. It says the only two sources of water. So maybe he allowed one and maybe there was, and then there was a water tower already there maybe. Or if there's one station that they ran past twice. Oh, potentially. Yeah. So there was one water station on the 24.85 mile course um, in 90 degree weather, and it was unpaved roads. 
Dust. Unpaved road. Unpaved dust. Unpaved roads. Dust everywhere. Um, I thought this was weird. It said that, so James E. Sullivan, it said he wanted to conduct research on, quote, purposeful dehydration. <laughs> so he was using, he was apparently, according to the Wikipedia article, using this as his own little science experiment yeah. to see what happens when you're purposefully dehydrated. Purposefully which, dehydrated. Spoiler alert, you die. Yeah, it's not good. Spoiler. Another thing that's bad about these dusty roads is that, so so they have people that are out checking and and monitoring the racers and they're Referees. driving around in cars on these roads, stirring up the dirt, dust everywhere. So it's like dusty to begin with. And then you're just like running behind this trail of dust. And we'll see that the, there's there were some people that nobody died, but there were some very um, some pretty bad. There were some situations yeah. um, along the course. Um, so do you want to get into some of these racers? Sure. About who... Let, I think the first person to cross the finish line sounds like a good place to start. Well, sadly, the first person to cross the finish line was not indeed first place. They got disqualified. He cheated. He cheated. So Fred <laughs> Lors, um, was hailed as the winner, got his, his photograph taken with, uh, Theodore Roosevelt's daughter was going to be awarded the gold medal. And then he was like, oh, just kidding. Um, I actually, so what happened, he dropped out of the race after nine miles, hitched a ride back in a car, waved at everybody on the way. The car broke down yeah. at mile 19. And so then he gets out and then starts running again. He re-entered the race. Um, and then finally, when he was confronted, then he was like, it was just a prank, bro. And that didn't fly. Yeah, they were like, um, you know what? That's a that's a lifetime ban, buddy. A lifetime ban, which was later reduced to a year. They later, and he ended up going on to win the. But but it's like he wasn't being like sneaky about it. He was supposedly in the car. He was waving to people and. Yeah, but I do, I think that's taken it a little <laughs> well, too far. Almost getting awarded the gold. You go, Fred. Fred Moore's exposing the Olympics. Sports hero. Well, let's talk about the true winner. But that's also, I think, kind of a funny sign that how effed up the the referees didn't catch this guy that drove most of the the marathon. He might have been riding with the referees on the way back. I yeah. don't know. It just says he hitched. Well, he says he hitched a ride back to the stadium. It's like so that that's wild. We're off to we're off to a good start. But so he's far. not even the most interesting one to me. The most interesting one to me is a few down. Um, you want to talk about the true winner, Thomas? Well, Hicks? yeah. So Thomas Hicks. He was, he actually won and, but he really had, um, well, first off today he would have been disqualified. He would have been disqualified. He was, um, so doping during the race. It sounds like <laughs> it, it, I wouldn't even say it's doping because no, but it is. I, I actually looked it up. So it was, um, he was given brandy an egg white. Is that right? Yeah. And then strychnine. 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 That's like rat poison. Which is rat poison. But I was looking, I looked it up as in a performance enhancing drug. And I uh, I found an article on Gizmodo that talks about like um, researchers who self-administered it to like find the effects, which is. Yeah. Um, 
it makes you feel restless. Well, first of all, it kills you, so don't do it. Yeah. Athletes would build up a tolerance to it so they could take amounts that other people couldn't. It would kill normal people, but it didn't kill them. Oh. But it makes you feel restless. And um, it kind of makes it so you, you're able to do more with less. Like your your muscles are kind of spasming. Mm. But then also you have muscle spasms, um, you know, death painful death your muscles like twitch well and then he said it's very bad that he continued to battle onwards hallucinating barely able to walk for most of the course when he reached the stadium his support team carried him over the line which that would be cheating today does it say they carried him over yeah this is from the holding him in the air while he shuffled (laughs) his feet as if still running so he didn't even like make it all the way like so that's a mess but so, then, and then they said like they they had to carry him off the track in this article. It's conjecture, but it says like he might have died if he wasn't treated by several doctors right there, and he lost eight pounds during the marathon. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a to lose in the course of and it was like three hours and um something minutes. It's almost like he. You go run for three hours and you need some water during that, particularly after mile 12, the second half of the well, race. Some people did get a little more sustenance. <laughs> In fact, some of the other racers. So now we'll, we'll, we'll um, there were some near fatalities with breathing in the dust kicked up. It yes. caused some internal injuries. Um, one being William Garcia of the United States. They found him alongside the road. I guess they had to help him from there. Yeah, he was, they just found him they on just the side him. of the road. Like, yeah, because of not... all the dust inhalation. And what did you say? Yeah, like a something was with his esophagus or internal injuries. Yeah. Yeah, it says severe internal injuries. Mm-hmm. So dust really fucks up your body when you keep breathing it yeah. in. Now, my favorite, and I actually went to his own Wikipedia page. Oh, did you yeah. read about no, it? No, I mean, I, I, this is my favorite. Part of it too. So, um, Andarine Carva Carvajal. I think that's so. Joined the marathon at the last minute. Uh, he was a Cuban postman, and previously, right before the race, he had lost all his money gambling in New Orleans. Hitched hitchhiked to St. Louis. Didn't have shorts or wasn't in wearing them, and so he cut off the bottoms of. He his entered pants. it like the last minute. So he just oh, shows okay. up in like a suit or something and then cuts his cuts down to so he's got shorts to wear during the marathon. So he's running a marathon basically in a jacked up. Oh, okay. Now it says he hadn't eaten in 40 hours before the marathon. <laughs> which doesn't That's seem not a good healthy. training program. No, not a good training program. Um you can talk about the peaches. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um I'll just read it verbatim. So he said not having eaten in 40 hours, he saw a spectator eating two peaches. He asked if he could have the peaches, and the spectator declined. He then, so he's got two peaches. He, so then um, um, Andrein steals, st- steals the peaches um, and then runs away. And then he also stops later to eat some apples, which As turned out like to be an rotten. Orchard or something. Yeah. They were rotten. And then he um, had to lie down and take a nap. And he had to take a nap. 
during the marathon. Despite this, he finished in fourth place. That's very, yeah. He managed to eat rotten apples, get severely sick from that, steal peaches. Steal peaches. In a suit. Take a nap in a suit. suit, Wear a suit. You want a job, wear a suit. Yeah. That's what RuPaul says. Dress for the job you want, (laughs) not the job you have. So I went to uh, his Wikipedia page. This isn't the first, like... So he was he also represented Cuba in the 1906 Olympic marathon in Athens, Greece. Let me tell you about this. The Cuban government funded him to go. However, he landed in Italy and then disappeared. <laughs> he never made it to Athens. Uh, they thought he was dead. They published an obituary. Wow. But then later he showed up in Havana on a Spanish steamboat. Um so this wasn't, you know, he kind of seems like he might have been messy. I think he's, you know, I was saying they should make a movie about this thing. They should make a movie about this guy. He's got, they've got a book about him. Okay. Um, And he's been played in like a TV series, I think. Okay. But no, he sounds like a real character. He was both a postman and like a long distance runner. And so it sounds, it reading his Wikipedia page, it kind of sounds like he was a person, like a, like a, legend in cuba like known for walking across the whole island and doing these long runs and stuff well he's a postman you can practice you just run that's true and he did go on to like um he i think he ran some six hour race and he defeated american distance runner henry w shelton in this six hour race in 1907 Mm. so it's not like he was you know well, if he can take a nap and finish fourth place, like he must be running at some kind of speed. He must be pretty good, yeah. Um, so then, of course, there were other messy things—not death casualties, but casualties of the heat and the dust. Uh, John Lorden, who'd won the 1903 Boston Marathon, got really ill after 10 miles. He dropped out. It says Sam Meller, who had won the 1902 Boston Marathon, also was overcome by the dust. Also uh, dropped out, even though he was leading. Um, so yeah, it it um it didn't go well for most of the runners, and the ones who even did make it across did not feel good. Yeah, for probably a long time after they did it. Well, and they said like this was like one of the. Oh, I'll talk about some more people. Um, oh, they have the two South African guys. That they were the first black Africans uh-huh. to be. So to, there was kind of run. like uh kind of a little bit of Olympic history and and they both finished, which which um ninth and twelfth. So they were ninth and twelfth. And the one guy um I guess got chased by a dog off the course for like 30 minutes. And so he they thought he probably could have well, he would have finished 30 minutes better at least if he hadn't been like chased by a dog for a while so this marathon i think is just really wild dogs yes chasing yep any anytime you're kind of like go off the course to do something else in any sporting event you leave the event to go eat to go eat something to go steal peaches or to or or if you get chased off the course by a dog sure it was a mess or if you just drop i don't know because because of dust inhalation, you just drop and you're ill on the side of the road. Um, their names were Lynn uh, Tonyane and Jan 
Mashiani, mm. just for history and their record. Um, now, speaking of records, none were broken. Yeah. Um, what did it say that? The, did you see what time? Is it, so the, the previous record was two hours, 58 minutes, 50 seconds. Um, in Athens, Greece, which was in 19, 1896. Now, I think they did what, like, oh, here it is. But the marathon ended with the ratio of entrance to finishers, 14 to 32. So 14 people finished out of the 32. Less than half of the people even finished the race. Yeah. Less than half. And it was by far the slowest winning time at three hours, 28 minutes and 45 seconds. Almost 30 minutes slower one dog chase. Slowest. One dog chase. Dog chases, um, dehydration, and dust. Yeah. The three Ds. <laughs> but there, I was really surprised to see. So you, at the bottom of the wiki page is a list of all the people who competed and their results. Almost all of them have their own Wikipedia page. Like these are famous characters and or athletes. These are people who ran marathons like for a living. I mean, you're in the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. I know it was 1904, but you still had to like prove you were good at running. Yeah. To go, you know. Um. So yeah, it, but also looking at it, it looks like most people were from the United States, Greece. I see um, one France, South Africa. We mentioned and Cuba. So it's oh, I see some Great Britons, um, Canada. But yeah, it was not as widely represented as the Olympics now. Yeah, it's just I think when they first started, it was you know they had world fairs and things like that, and they this I was think kind it was of part like of that an athletic version uh, that was yeah definitely not the fanfare that it that it is today. No. Um, you ran track. So I ran track in high school. I ran the hurdles. And then um, I also ran, I ran some of the middle distance, like 400, 800 and the relay, mostly the relays for those. And in elementary, well, middle school, I guess it would be. Elementary school. Yeah, I ran track in both in high school and in like seventh, eighth grade. Oh, but I went to K through eight. It was K through eight. So it was junior high. But um, so that siren quit. Chasing me, police. <laughs> um, They're after Justin. I don't even me. know if the chat can hear the sirens, no. so they just think you're yelling at no, no. <laughs> yelling at the sky. But I held, I high jumped in in junior high. Oh, not pole vaulting though. No right? high jump, where you just like run and then jump over a bar. Okay. I held. The, Wait. Go ahead. That's not uh, hurdles. Hurdles is when you run, run on jump? the racetrack and you're jumping over. High jump is where you like run and you like flop over backwards and you're jumping up over a bar as like as high as you can. Oh, it's pole vaulting without the pole. Well, so lower. But, well, yeah, but pole vaulting, you're going like your feet first over and high jumping. Oh, you go your head first over. You can't, I mean, you can jump however you feel like, but everyone, you, you do the best if you... Go with your. Did you head. land on your head a lot? Well, but it's on a big mat, and it's like a huge fluffy thing. 
I mean, yeah, you land kind of on your on your neck, you know. Yeah, that can't be good. But you're like landing kind of on your and you, on your back and your shoulders, and you're doing it in a specific way. It's not like they're dropping you on your head. Okay. You have like control of your own body going over it. Okay. But I held the record in seventh grade for the whole parochial league in Wichita. Wow. Yeah. What was it? How high? I don't remember. It was five feet something. Like it wasn't. And then I think like within, within like a few years, cause my brother, it was, my brother was at like a year or two later, someone like blew it out of the water. Like they, they jumped a lot higher. Yeah. It just, it, that seems more, um, I don't know, genetic than anything. I mean, you've got to have, I I mean, I, I, to some extent, like, it's not like I trained for it. It's like, I was just kind of good at it. And so, but you got to have, I think there's a genetic component, but then there's also, I don't know. There's it within that is a certain amount of coordination and technique and you've got to practice because there is like a body movement. You have to learn how to do the right body movement and to figure that out and practice at it. Sure. And be tall. And yeah, there's definitely, I mean, that helps. Yeah. But I'm not like super tall. What are you, six foot? I'm six foot now. Yeah. But I was usually one of the taller kids, but I wasn't like the tallest. Yeah. I'm I'm not taking it away from you. Don't worry. Oh, uh, oh, you are. You're saying <laughs> my no, seventh grade I know achievements. That you, you worked hard for that. You jumped high for that, and you had a record. Mm. I'm proud of you. Thanks. I had no records. I was in track for uh, about ten minutes. Yeah. Of the um, yeah, they gathered us all together at the first track practice. And they were like, okay, run around the track. Let's see what you got. Let's see what you can do. I ran. It was probably about halfway around the track. And that's where the exit gate was. And I ran through the exit gate and got my car and drove home. I said, this is not for me. Not for you. This is absolutely not for me. Um, But I played tennis. I played basketball. Oh, you did? I didn't realize. I was going to make the team, but I did not um, fit in, we'll say. (laughs) And um, so I quit. But tennis, I loved because you don't got to worry about nobody else but yourself, unless you're playing doubles. But I said, leave me alone. I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to win. Yeah. And, and you just, did. Mm, State champion, four years <laughs> in Arkansas. Look no, it up. The, uh, my college had um, women's tennis, but not men's tennis. Oh, wow. There was some kind of rule where like there had to be the same number of women and men athletes. Yeah. that's that's uh, And so to make up for like football... Yeah. So I didn't get to it's play. It's a federal r- r- law. Oh, it's interesting. Like, te- uh, like titles. It's like one of the titles. Title nine, title 12 or something like that. Anyway, uh, sad f- sad about this marathon. Um, I'm glad that, I don't know, do people get, I don't, I didn't know what a marathon was. I thought, I didn't know people ran this far. <laughs> and it's exhausting to hear that someone would want to run 26 miles. And I'm not sure how I feel about that. Um. But I guess people get water now, and that's fine. Well, they usually did, except this one. It sounds like they would have water stations that lots of water that you could drink. Well, I'm glad people don't have to run on dirt roads anymore. Yeah. 
Um, do you have any final thoughts about marathons? Not a marathon, but we're thinking about doing a 5K. Oh, well, Justin does 5Ks. I do, yeah. You've done like three of them. I haven't yeah. done any, but I do try to run a couple times a week. I used to run three days a week consistently, mm. but I haven't since like January. Yeah. So I'm trying to start running again, and um, Justin's convincing me to run in this 5K that's in. Not in the summer. I will not be running in the summer in October. In October. We will see what happens. In October, we'll do maybe a little bit of like fund fundraising for it. And 5K is um, how many miles? Three? 3.1, 3.2, somewhere around there. I'm going to get there, and I'm going to say I'll do three, take it or leave it. There you go. Move the finish line. I don't need this. I'll say, this is America. We don't use kilometers. Mm. Round it to whatever the nearest mile is. Yep, round down. <laughs> no, 5K sounds better than... Well, we, three my. So you can bring, a, so you can bring a, some rotten apples. You see anyone peaches? You go get some. I hate peaches. If this... I would have just died on the side of the road. We'll bring Piggy. He'll... He'll chase some folks around. Piggy would run for about two minutes and then sleep. Yeah. Well, I hope we taught y'all something about the 1904 Summer Olympics Men's Marathon. I I learned it. I loved it. I thought this was a good one. I thought it was a, a nice little um kind of messy one. Um, I'm glad everyone survived. And, well, they're all dead now, probably. But I'm glad they survived their marathon. Yeah. Um, don't use doping substances. Strict nine. Strict nine. It's poison. Uh, and thank you so much for listening. Yes. Uh, as usual, all of this came from the Wikipedia page, but there is tons more information about this topic out there. Go check it out. And thank you for listening to Quickie Wiki What. Once again, you'll be able to find the VOD of this episode on YouTube as well as the audio wherever you get your podcasts. We will be streaming next week's episode live again on twitch.tv slash halfmoonjoe. So we'll see you then with more wiki articles to discuss. Goodbye. Bye.